Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What the fuck is going on, everybody? I'm Brent, and this is the Home Video Hustle, where we hustle motherfucking hustle. Special event going on today. I got guests again. It ain't Chris. It ain't Cameron. It ain't the homie Brendan either. For a long time. Well, you know one of them for sure. The other one ain't been here yet. This is brand new. Y'all know Joey, because PJ used to always love saying, fuck Joey, or fuck you, Joey. <laughs> Whichever variation. There's even a button on Soul Wizard Podcast where they can push it, and you get to hear PJ say, fuck you, Joey. It ain't just Joey. Mark Ellis is also here. Soul Wizard Podcast. And I got to say, y'all have the distinction of being, see, my lady, she listened to the Home Video Hustle. She's like, oh, I love that podcast. And she was going through all our episodes. But then she's listening to Soul Wizard Podcast and then put our shit on hold to go listen to all the Soul Wizard Podcast. From the beginning. Uh, yeah. So Ooh, she, Now I really oh, feel bad. <laughs> they, feel, they feel bad for you, Nina. <laughs> so I got the Soul Wizard Podcast. Like, this is like her dream come true right here almost. Got... Home Video Hustle, Soul Wizard Podcast, man. I mean, technically, it's only half a Soul Wizard. But I think y'all the only have to ever watch rapping with me, though. So I think I got that workout. <laughs> That's right. Joey Markellis, how y'all doing tonight, man? Uh, according to the theme song, I'm here to bring Black back to the show. So Damn right. Here I am. It's the, see, it's like the spirit of rapping. We got everybody coming together. Everybody going to rap, just like the end of this movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can't wait. Oh, it's a spoiler, bro. That's my favorite part. Is and that that's ending credit scene raises a whole point for me. <laughs> that shit was the best. But if y'all didn't know by now, this is episode two hundred ninety two. We're talking about the movie rapping, and I gotta read. I got this on Blu-ray. I got it from the Shout Factory sale right before it went out of print, and I gotta read the back of this box. So this is when you go to buy rapping. If you was in Media Play and you grabbed the oh. back of this blue, yeah, yeah, Media Play boy. This is what it said on the back of the box. Old school fans, it's your lucky day. Rapping has made it onto Blu-ray. It's a. <laughs> It's about the same level of bars in this movie. It's a canon group film, so you know it's good. A fresh little tale about rapping John Hood. He's an ex-convict with a heart of gold, words so tight and rhymes so bold. When a villain steps up to take over the street, he learns rapping Hood ain't so easy to beat. With Mario Van Peebles from New Jack City and Eric LaSalle in the rhyming committee, from the director of Breaking, the secret is out. Get rapping on Blu-ray from the crew at Shout Word. Bars. I've- 
I'm in tears. I'm in tears. I can't believe someone put that on the back of the box. I love I was it. like, oh, it's door. That, that feels like it was written by an 80 year old woman from a Wendy's commercial in like 1987. So like this movie then. Per- perfect. Exactly. <laughs> and there are, and just in case you're wondering, folks, there are no special features on this disc, unfortunately. <laughs> what? No, no director's commentary? No director's commentary, no director's cut, no deleted sex scenes, no crazy, nothing. Nothing is there. Now, Joe, Joe, I know you was looking for that sex scene, but he ain't got it for you, bro. Yeah, I was really hoping the fat kid was going to get some in this one, besides oh, that, the food. I mean, that fat kid got played in this movie. I was like, damn, you can get away with that in 2023, calling that motherfucker fat. Like, a whole song about him being fat. Well, I guess the fat boys did it the same year, too. So, okay, Joe, you was around. Both of y'all was around for this. Did y'all see... If y'all had a choice to go to theaters, y'all got Crush Groove or rapping, which one y'all go see? In reality, Crush Groove, because that's what I actually saw in the movie theater. So <laughs> I didn't even know this movie existed until Joey told me about it. Oh, really? I, I somehow I missed the entire rapping uh, promotional tour. I missed all of it. <laughs> Mark was just not down with the mm, apostrophe cinematic universe. <laughs> no, that is not true. That is not true. I saw Breaking and Breaking Two multiple times in what about oh. Thanos is thrashing oh <laughs> I ain't never even seen that that's bad is it better than rad that's that's a tough ask I'd have to watch both of them for the first time in 30 plus years so. you can get that 4k they got rad on 4k of vinegar syndrome yeah. now go get you that for Christmas there you go Marcellus it's oh bag. I've made I've made a, a pledge to myself to not buy movies in big expensive collector's editions <laughs> that I can watch for free on YouTube. So. That's very true. I can't tell you, man, I had that vinegar syndrome, like yearly subscription, and I would say like 80% of the movies I'll probably never watch again, and they're all on Tubi. <laughs> oh. So it's like almost like a waste of money. But at the same time, I can be like, hey, I have Shriek of the Mutilated in my Blu-ray collection. They'll be like, what the fuck is that? Like, I don't know, but I got it, though. It's like, <laughs> yes, I have a $60 Miami Connection Blu-ray. Yeah, exactly. Yes, I, I could have watched it on YouTube. Or watch it on Rift Tracks, even better. Because I showed, that's the thing, I remember watching Miami Connection the first time, and I was like, oh, this is great. And I watched it with Cameron and Chris, and I think it's because they just didn't give a fuck about it at all, that it just kind of deflated the whole experience. Like, this kind of sucks. Oh, man. <laughs> they killed it for me. But rapping, 1985, hour 32 minutes. I don't know how much this cost to make, but I do got a number for how much it made. Y'all want to take a guess? Mm. I'm going to oh. abstain from this because I know the answer. Oh. <laughs> I looked that up on Wikipedia while I was watching. Had was to like, know. This is amazing. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to say, considering that it didn't even, considering that I don't remember seeing that one commercial for rap at all uh, or a poster or anything like that, it must have made, I'm going to say like maybe uh, maybe a million dollars. Wrong! Made more than a million. It made 2.8 million. Nice, so, and I can't. I can't believe it, you can't tell me this cost a million dollars. This had to make something this uh, shit against a budget of seventy six million. <laughs> <laughs> it was canon. You never know what them motherfuckers, man. This was. I mean, in some countries, this is labeled as breaking three. So I don't know. Not just breaking three, but breaking three colon electric boogalee. I'd never heard that part. <laughs> it's, it's right. I, I was stunned myself. It was right on Wikipedia. I couldn't believe it. Shout Factor, you fucking coward. You should have put that on the Blu-ray box. <laughs> I myself am, am just stunned I didn't see this in the movie theater. because I am too. <laughs> I went through a whole phase. Maybe my parents were just done with this shit at that point. <laughs> because I made I, I made my parents see this. Not this. I made my parents oh. see um, Breaking 1. I saw Breaking 1 twice in the movie theater. Mm. I saw Breaking 2 in the movie theater. Oh. Uh, Beat Street, Cr- Crush Groove. Mm. Um, all these movies these <laughs> my parents take me to and they probably are just like, 
rapping was a step too far. Well, you saw the trailer for it. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me see. IMDb score is something point three out of ten. Did you look this up too, Joey? I did not look this oh, up. Oh, shit. Let's get it then. What y'all think it's got on IMDb? 2.3? It's got higher than that. Oh, uh, 3.3. 3. 4.3 out of 10. 553 votes. So that's actually more than some movies we watched before. <laughs> uh, the Rotten Tomatoes, the critics said, fuck this shit, because there ain't no... <laughs> it's just NA on that one. There is an audience score. What do you think the audience gave this movie? Well, hopefully Rotten Tomatoes will accept So Was Her Podcast, and we can be the first people to rate rapping on there a 10 out of 10 that's right <laughs> put it right on the next blu-ray that's issued it's, it's right there up with paddington 2 motherfucking 99 percent. <laughs> four out of five says joey de carlo <laughs> so is her podcast she that would put roller gator up there too i don't think roller gator had any votes <laughs> for fans of abandoned buildings that's what i'm saying <laughs> you love bandos watch rapping <laughs> Oh Christ! Uh, I, I I'm gonna say seventy percent. Hell no! This <laughs> is way lower. <laughs> well, I figured if you're gonna take the time to look it up, you probably liked it, so you gave it a good score. <laughs> what you think, Markellis? Um, I'm gonna say fifty percent. Thirty-five percent. Damn. <laughs> Still not the lowest we've done before. We didn't done a couple zero percents on here. I think from Justin to Kelly was a zero percent. Oh, the only movie I've never finished in my life. The only movie I've never finished. Thanks to Brendan from Over They Think, we had to watch that shit, and it was rough. I still have the DVD downstairs. You so own it? Some, yeah, someday. <laughs> it was a Walmart $5 bin classic. Like, the $5 oh. Walmart bin was filled with more copies of that than Water in the Sea. And it was just <laughs> like, I, so I was like, I can do this. I've watched everything. And then I'm like, 20 minutes in, I'm like, I can't fucking do this. <laughs> I think the only, the one, I know one thing, it's not a movie though, but there's a Dollar Tree store years ago when I was a kid, and they had like 50 copies of Mr. Cheek's solo album with the Lights, Camera, Action song on there. And I nice. bought it just for the hell of it. I'm like, there's 50 of them, bro, and it's a dollar. <laughs> I listen to it, and I'm like, yo, this shit, I wear my button at, that shit was- That shit is a, a two-pack of ass. Couldn't do it. <laughs> But I also do. I'm not, even gonna, I'm not even going to ask Mark what the movies he couldn't get through are because I probably suggested half of them. Yeah, I said they all came from you. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say most of them did come from Joey. In fact, I'm going to make sure that Joey finishes watching from Justin and Kelly if it's the last thing I do. That's your next pick, Mark. Get him. Yeah, we <laughs> had to do. I think that movie is one of the few that got zeros from me and PJ. <laughs> Damn. I think I think Roller Gator also got zeros from me and PJ. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know what's crazy, Joey? If I if I remember right, I think I gave fucking Rap City Street Kids and Christy both higher scores than Roller Gator. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag it's all connected. That's our right, Joey Cinematic Universe. <laughs> JCU all day. Oh, it's rapping. Directed by Joel Silberg, which I'm pretty sure he directed Breaking too, right? Yeah, that's uh, I didn't know that that was the director of Breaking, but that's what it said on um uh uh, something the, co- the cover or the, or the poster or something said it's from the director of Breaking, but I thought so. I would remember that it was Breaking was so goddamn good. They're like, bro, we need you back. We you gotta come back for this shit, bro. You the only one that can do this. I'm checking out his um Uh-oh. his letterbox. He also he, he hit the trifecta. Oh, he did Breaking, Rapping, and then he did Cannon's version of Lombada. Oh, so he just you. This is your favorite director, Joey. This is all you. <laughs> That's that's the the that is not the superior Lombada movie, but <laughs> is there one though? 
is really a yes, superior the one. Forbidden, the Forbidden Dance is one of yes. my favorite bad movies of all time. So. <laughs> Which one has uh, Turbo or Ozone in it? Which one is that? Cannon one? That's that's the can. That's that's Lombada. Oh, okay. And on the poster, it says "Set the Night on Fire." <laughs> <laughs> one day I might do it. I didn't let Joey talk me into some shit before, so I might <laughs> don't do, it again. do don't do that one. Do the Forbidden Dance if you're if you're going to. And that's bad. Like listeners, if you don't know, if Joey is telling me not to watch something, that shit's bad. <laughs> he watches some shit. <laughs> it's more it's more boring than it is bad. Like there's not much to laugh at it. It's just a really schlocky, terrible drama movie with uh, some lombada in it. I always tell people all the time, that's the worst thing. Like, I love bad movies, but a boring bad is the worst. I can't fucking stand right. that shit. Right. And I say that on our show all the time. I I if a movie's awesome, that is great. I love to talk about a movie I loved. Love to talk about a movie I hate. Love to mm-hmm. talk about a movie that's so bad I was laughing my ass off the whole time. When shit is just boring. Oh, the man. worst. I got to get to the room one day. The room is one I still ain't watched all the way through yet. Seen it in the theater like five times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised. Oh, man. Rapping is starring Mario Van Peebles. Yes. <laughs> Tasia Valencia, Charles Flo, Melvin Plowden, Eric LaSalle, Kadeem Hardison, Ice T. Well, I, I will say I'm a huge Mario Van Peebles fan. Uh, solo. Like, <laughs> solo. Uh, <laughs> Highlander, Highlander 3, colon, The Source. Uh, <laughs> Fist of the North Star, where he fought rubber skeletons. Oh, he was in that. That's right. <laughs> and the place I know him from when I was a kid, I used to watch Sonny Spoon was his TV show. Never heard of that shit. Mark, come on. You heard of that. Uh, I It does kind of sound familiar. Uh, but to me, Mario Van Peebles is always going to be forever going to be the director of New Jack City. There you go. That's the right <laughs> answer, Mark. That's the only <laughs> I know I know him from that. I know his dad was Melvin Van Peebles. Sweet Everything else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everything no. else I care less about. Sonny Spoon was like, I, I must have been like 10 or 11 when that came out. And it was like, it's basically like CSI Law and Order, but set in the streets. Ooh. So he, he was a cool guy that like had all these informants that worked in the streets, man. And, and I don't know, for some reason, when I was 11, I thought it was the coolest shit ever. I think it lasted like 10 episodes over two years oh, and got canceled. Like, never heard of it. I would, say, I would say, though, if they ever made a CSI Street, I'll watch the fuck out of that, though. Of course, it's a canon film. That's my first. No, you always got to make it. I don't know if it's just me, but when I see that fucking canon logo, I sit my ass the fuck down. Every time. I love <laughs> oh, that. Yeah. I have so many canon movies. Like, they're all, they, like, I actually just watched two of them recently. I watched one called X-Ray and one called, like, what the fuck was the other one called? Schizoid, I think was the name of the other one. And those movies fucking suck. Don't watch those. So not every canon movie is good. But see, there's a... Those ones are like early canon when you just had the, the name that says the canon. But when you see that fucking canon logo with the little, they had that budget finally, I watch all those. Yep. That's just the shit, man. I fucking love canon movies. I miss them days, man. Even though I wasn't around for them, I miss those days. God damn it. <laughs> there was something special about getting the movies from the video store that were canon movies. Oh, if you I see that scene. a certain level, you know, a certain level of, of type of movie that, you know, I think it warped me at a young age watching <laughs> American Ninja Quadrilogy and <sighs> Firewalker. Um, <laughs> What's your favorite canon movie? If you had to pick like one off your head right now. Uh, Breaking. Oh, shit. That was quick. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that movie. I mean, I'm, I'm right through. It was probably that's probably same here. Honestly, I even went and bought that soundtrack on vinyl. I had to get that shit. They need to put part yes. two on vinyl. They need to put this soundtrack on vinyl. I'm gonna talk about it in a little bit, but this soundtrack kind of hard. You know the the bad thing about it? I'll slight spoilers. The soundtrack for rapping, the rapping sucks. The R and B is hot though. Cause I looked up the soundtrack afterwards. I'm like, all oh, the rap shit sucks. That's bullshit. <laughs> But whatever, man. We got your boy's playing uh, John Hood. 
which made me laugh already. Rapping Hood, he getting fresh out of jail. You got the opening titles popping off. And it's uh, my boy Master G from the Sugar Hill Gangs. I'm like, I know I know this fucking voice. Hopefully he got a, a good check from this one because this song is terrible. Oh, real shit? I, I read a little trivia online. And I think one of the first pieces of trivia I saw was that they, I guess they show him a print in the movie. He's like, hey, what do you think? And he was like, man, I think that is the worst shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and so he recorded a song for him because he's like, bro, how do y'all got rap, a movie about rapping and the motherfuckers can't rap? So that's how they got him. And then they grabbed Ice-T to record something real fast too. So yeah, if it wasn't for that, there would be no good rapping in this movie called Rapping. And that's fucking crazy to me. Rapping hood. Rap, 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 rapping hood. Like legit, I was sitting there watching this with Anita and like she just gave me this look like, what the fuck are you watching? <laughs> Dying. Exactly. You, it's it's funny you say that because I watched like half of this on my laptop and then the TV in the living room cleared up. So <laughs> oh, I sat man. down and started watching it in the living room and then my wife came upstairs and was like, What 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 is this? <laughs> like I have to watch this. I'm sorry. So my family is conditioned at this point. Mm-hmm. If I'm watching something to be like, is this for the podcast? I'm like, yes. They're like, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> she, she, I was like, I'll, I'll go back to watch it on my phone or something. You have the remote. She's just like, nope. Just finish watching your shitty movie. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, family. <laughs> <laughs> they know they liked it. They just ain't gonna say it out loud. It's fine. Don't worry about it. They, uh, he ends up walking through the city. Meeting up with all the homies. You got Eric LaSalle. You got Kadeem Hardison looking like a fucking kid. It threw me off how young he looked in this movie. Even Eric LaSalle, for even in this weird scene without the soul glow, too, I got to admit, because that's what I know him best from. I know he's on ER and all this other shit, but that's always soul glow to me. I don't give a fuck what y'all tell me. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, all of my notes, I refer to him as soul glow. I know, I know who he is. Exactly. <laughs> soul glow. They go home. They, they chilling with grandmama, him and his brother, and his homies are setting up the club for him. And I oh well, actually you you you, wait, you you skipped over uh-oh. like one of the best parts of the movie. What's good? What's up? You know he's walking through the neighborhood, repping hood, rep rep <laughs> repping hood, and then um he sees these guys and it's like like oh, oh no that's like here comes trouble and one of them has a bull whip for some reason. He's a Devo You're, fan. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't remember any of the gangs when I was in high school having bull whips, but okay. Um, yeah, I was gonna ask y'all because y'all was y'all grew up in this time period. Like, is this how it was walking to school every day? You just seen the homies like <laughs> chilling up against with the boombox and bull whips. I will say that people did like break dance and stuff with boomboxes <laughs> on the playground, but there were no street gangs with bull whips. <laughs> <laughs> no greaser gangs, um, and nobody lived in condemned buildings. So I gotta ask you, what, what was y'all? What were y'all hip hop name? What were y'all street breaking names? Y'all have them? Uh, I did not. <laughs> I didn't have a name, but the name of my crew, the name of my breakdance oh. crew was called Ground, Ground Patrol. Oh, shit. <laughs> on the ground. Oh, that's what's up. I will tell you that I went to Kmart. I was probably uh, I was probably like six or seven. So it would have been like, I was pretty young. It was when it was just <laughs> starting to break. <laughs> um, hey. And I got, it was, this is so... <laughs> This is so long ago, but it was when cassette tapes still came in a vinyl. Ooh. So it looked like the the um the size of a record, but it just had the little tape up in the corner in a plastic bubble. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, a breakdance tape that had all stuff on it, like jam on it and Ooh, stuff like that on there. Tape. And it came with uh, instructions on how to breakdance inside of it, <laughs> like, uh, like Napoleon Dynamite had in his movies. <laughs> <laughs> So you could imagine like seven-year-old me popping and locking in the living room. There you go. They setting up Eric LaSalle and them. They setting up the club for the homies. Little 
coming home club bash, whatever you want to call this shit. <laughs> but one of my favorite parts of the movie came out. I think this is actually what she turned to me and was like, what the fuck is this? Because uh, the hood brothers start rapping with their grandma. <laughs> I wish I were. I should have wrote down some of these bars because these bars are horrible. Like I tell people all the time, like everybody be like, oh man, you always say all oh, the old school music better and uh, oh, it's perfect. I'm like, no, 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 no. There was some whack shit back then too. Like there, you, you had your JJ fads and all that shit back then too. No, no, no. Some of that shit whack too. I don't know how y'all feel about JJ Fad if I just made y'all upset or something. But <laughs> did you just say JJ Fad was was whack? I sure did. Excuse me, they're JJ Fad and they're here to rock. Um, <laughs> that's how it goes. <laughs> that's the first thing that came to my mind. But like that, like you, oh y'all might remember this. I, I, I bring up this song all the time. Nobody remembers what I'm talking about. Y'all know a song called Uchi Coochie by MC Brains. Yes, yes. <laughs> I do. Y'all remember? See, that's why I love y'all. Nobody remembers that song. That is the dumbest fucking song in the world. But I loved it as a kid because it was so goofy. But that's because it was like back in the day when it was like one person had a studio. Exactly. <laughs> like, like JJ Fad were like probably some guys' girlfriends or some girls that used to just hang out, and they were like, "You guys just just jump on the mic, you'll be fine." Oh, that was Easy E and Dr. Dre's fault. They brought them out. That was yeah. all them. <laughs> I have I have that JJ Fad uh, forty five. I got that forty five. Oh says shit! Right in the credits. Dr. Oh, Dre. Oh, I had that cause single, so I had them on cause single. <laughs> cause single. <laughs> That's some shit I ain't heard in a long, long time. Maxi singles and all that shit like that. That's man. I'm old. We're I'm old. old. I'm right there with y'all. Like, I feel like I'm, <laughs> I know it's, it's funny saying it now. I'm like, man, I'm getting old. And they like, man, shut up, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. We all getting up there. It's fine. No, we we aging gracefully. We vintage. We ain't old. Goddamn, that's how we say. That's right. That's right. They get into like a little break and dance battle. I'm like, wait a minute, this ain't breaking, motherfucker. Because it's one of um, what's his name? Rapping hoods dudes. At first, I thought for a second that it was actually the dude from breaking one of the electric rock dudes. But I was like, nah, nah, his hair too curly. That ain't that motherfucker. But they get into mm-hmm. a little dance off, and they yeah, the, the guy that walked looked like he walked out of a Pat Benatar video. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and they they I, mean, I was I thought it was gonna be like some real beef, but then at the end of it, they like shake hands and everything. I was like, oh, but then I was like, oh, that's what happened because now the real evil white guy comes. I never got this dude's name. I don't know what the fuck his name is unless y'all got it for me. I just in my notes it just says evil white guy every fucking time. Dwayne. Mm, Dwayne. Oh yeah, the the freaking uh mafia guy. Not mafia the guy. Mafia but, uh, guy. <laughs> like a fucking like greaser gang that looks like they walked in off the set of the wrong movie. Yeah, like from a Stephen King movie <laughs> <Yes>. or something. <laughs> yeah, his name was Dwayne. And that's fucked up because he's using my alias name too. That's my name I tell everybody. I have to go out on the streets I, and people always laugh when I do I go order a pizza. Like, what name is this? Dwayne. Right, he goes somewhere like, what's your name? My name is Dwayne Lorenzo Patterson. Don't worry about it. I always tell people my name's either Rudiger or Ralph. Well now you can tell them it's rapping hood now. There you go. John Hood to my friend. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, if we cool, it's rapping. If I don't know you, it's John, motherfucker. The evil white guy, Dwayne, shows up and immediately just start. All right, so if I remember right, if I'm, I'm try, I was trying to follow this plot, if I can use the Good word luck. plot for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rapping Hood had his crew. Dwayne yeah. was part of that crew. But when the homie got locked up, he started his own crew and now he beefing with homie. Is that pretty much what's going on? Pretty much. I'm glad you guys figured it out because I I was about to say I have no fucking idea like what (laughs) guy's problem is. He just showed up. He just he pop up on ten. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, that's the the way that I understood it is that he was the the apprentice. I guess he was like second in command. Mm -hmm. And Robin Hood got locked up. He's like, well, I'm just gonna take over the whole thing. I'm gonna take the girl. I'm gonna take the crew, and I'm gonna be a bigger, badder version of this quote unquote gang that uh Robin Hood ever was. But what did Rappin' Hood's crew even do? It's like, 
some guy with a bullwhip, uh, a fat guy, two little kids. <laughs> like, what, what, what exactly was he inheriting? Like, I'm going to be the one with the fucking Cosby kids crew. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny, see, it's like Rapping Hood was the emperor and your man's was Darth Vader. And now he right. just splintered off and got his own crew. So it's like Star Wars, Joey. <laughs> well, why didn't Dwayne come up with a cool name for himself? Because there's Rappin' Hood and Dwayne. See, it wasn't Dwayne. It was D hyphen Wayne. That's it right there. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> D Wayne in these streets with the game on lock with the baddest chick on the block. What the fuck was her name? I was bars, so I ain't hold on. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was her name? I, I just wrote girl every time. I don't know if I ever got her name. Either. I didn't get nobody fucking name in this movie. It's really hard to figure out looking at Letterboxd because 90% of the people in this movie do not have a picture of them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I did. I wrote it down one time. There we go. Dixie. That's her fucking Dixie. name. Thank there you. you go. But she with Dwayne or D. Wayne right now. And But immediately upon seeing John Hood, I guess maybe because of Marvel Van People, she's like, oh, fuck this guy. I'm going to go with him. Because you kind of punks the shit out of Mario Van Peebles. I was kind of mad. Because he comes up to him. He's like, yo, hit me, bro. Hit me. Let's get it in. And Mario Van Peebles just brushes past him and goes into the bathroom and starts crying. It's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> well, he was probably pissed off that he couldn't beat up Dwayne because he didn't want to go back to prison. Think how you would feel if Dwayne came up to you and like punked you out. Like, you'd be like, fuck. Like, this guy. <laughs> like, okay, like, you know you can beat him up within like 30 seconds, but Which you can't do anything either. about it. <laughs> I'm just going to go cry in the bathroom. But he go in the bathroom and he crying. And girly Better than crying away. in the showers in prison. So Very true. I'll give you that. <laughs> Somebody will come show you some love if you wanted or not. But <laughs> in there crying, girly walk in and I forget what she said. I thought she was legit the way she walked in there. I'm like, she going to top him off? What the fuck? <laughs> but I was like, oh, it's a, it's a PG movie though. But dude ends up coming in there too and he's like, yo, what the fuck you doing? It just seemed like there was a party going on in the bathroom. Like for that split second, it's a weird place to have a conversation. My favorite part of that whole scene is when he goes in the bathroom, he's punching shit, he kicks the door, there's a dude taking oh, a shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think dude even got up like, damn, bro, you all right? Like, as he was walking up, didn't wipe his ass or nothing, though, you nasty motherfucker. But. I think this is the, the bathroom is the first location in the movie where you realize that they didn't spend a goddamn cent on sets oh, or no. anywhere that they were filming. Because you're like, wow, the bathroom's really fucking run down here, huh? <laughs> <laughs> They probably, honestly, God, they probably, well, I saw they with the police car said, I think it said Pittsburgh, I think, on there. And I was <laughs> yeah, like, man, I, yeah. bet, I bet money these motherfuckers just found an actual bando and just like, here's our location. Fuck it. Because that's what everything looked like. Like, if they were going for realism, realism, it looked good because it should look like some real hood shit. So, but they had a bathroom convo, girly get yeeted out of there. Then you introduce the evil businessman, Thorndike. And it's almost, it's kind of weird. All these movies have similar plots. It's always some evil white man trying to run everybody out the hood and buy land. I, that was breaking too, right? That was pretty much the same fucking plot. Yeah, yeah they were gonna tear down their community center and <laughs> build a shopping mall, I believe. Yeah, uh, but thankfully everyone was able to give, so miracles can live. That's right. Yeah, we got <laughs> we had the George Kranz plan, and everybody brought money to us. That's all it took. Thank you, George Kranz. <laughs> like, that's the thing, and, and we're gonna get on a tangent now. Sorry, but breaking oh, one. Good legitimate attempt at a movie about kids breakdancing mm -hmm. it's horrible and it's, oh, yeah. it's hilarious and it's fun and i love it to death but it's a legitimate attempt at a movie breaking mm -hmm. two is just fucking nuts <laughs> and like they just came up with a bunch of dance scenes and filled in this random shit in between it, it does barely make sense <laughs> and it's also amazing but it's not it's not even close to the first one not at all 
Well, I see what the biggest difference, a pure example of what you're talking about. First breaking, you know, they had the little scene where they was dancing on the ceiling and all that shit. And you're like, oh, that's kind of crazy. Or, you know, him dancing with the broom with him and all that goofy shit, like where yeah. you see the string. But then breaking two was like, nah, nah, fuck that shit. We're going to go to a hospital and we're going to have like dead people come back to life. The power of breakdancing has resurrected the dead. <laughs> exactly. Like, we're going to go out there. We're going to have, like, people, like, dancing on bulldozers and shit. Like, yeah, we take it up a notch. And those came out the same year. So, you know, they yeah. was probably, all right, we got to get this shit. Right, just write something. I'm going to fuck. Just give me 20 pages and we're going to film this shit. <laughs> they made more money on breaking one than than they did on breaking two. So, like, with that money's rolling. They're like, just anything. Get those people back on screen. <laughs> I love how they faded MGM, too, because... They rushed breaking like super fast so that they could beat uh, Beat Street to the movie theater. They're like, oh, right. they're making a real one. Let's do this goofy one. And then crushed Beat Street and then put out a second breaking movie and then crushed them a second time. So it was like, fuck you, man. <laughs> fuck you, Stan Lathan and Harry Belafonte. <laughs> or Beat Street. I, that was a good, I had a great experience seeing that in the movie theater. I told you about that before, Brent. Like mm-hmm. People were legitimately breakdancing in the theater in front of the screen. That's hype. I would love it's that. It's crazy. Me, all these just think I'm like seven years old, and my white family shows up to see Beat Street on opening <laughs> weekend. <laughs> oh my goodness! The entire audience was like the girl from Scary Movie, like screaming and yelling at the movie <laughs> screen the whole time. It was a wonderful experience for a seven year old me. That's what's up. That Beat Street, honestly, of all those movies of the era, that probably is the best movie too. That's the bad thing about it, like the best made for sure. <laughs> It's hands down the best movie out of all of them. And, you know, just to, you know, I appreciate Joy's opinion on Breaking 2. I do. But (laughs) Breaking 1 is a good movie. I think it's a good movie. I think so, too. You know, I love it. It's in, like, my top 20 movies of all time. (laughs) Right up there with Pootie Tang. I've still got to watch that movie. I've never seen Pootie Tang. Oh, Oh my God. (laughs) You need to watch Pootie Tang. Definitely. One day I've seen glimpses of it because my cousin Andrew, that is like one of his absolute favorite. Like as a kid, he constantly watched that movie. And all I can remember about that movie is Chris Rock dressed up like corn. That's all I remember in that whole fucking movie. <laughs> it's my one memory of it. So I'm gonna have I to have break no that idea up. how that plays to people nowadays, but oh, man, I yeah, love that man. movie. I, I love it. I was going. I was trying to find it one time. Me and Pete talked about it, but I couldn't find it streaming nowhere. And the Blu-ray was like eighty bucks. I was like, "Well, yeah, fuck I, I I guessed it on another podcast, and they said pick a movie that you love that's not popular, and I picked that. Ooh. And then it took like four weeks because the guy had to buy it on used Blu-ray up <laughs> somewhere and have it shipped to England so he could watch it. <laughs> <laughs> that's almost the same thing with Roller Gator. It took us so long to get the Roller Gator because I legitimately had to go to like some weird ass website where it was like hey you can type in a movie and request it and i was like well let's see how this goes and i put my shit in there i was like requested it and it took like two months and i completely some guy forgot about fucking, it some guy in fucking yugoslavia is like what the fuck is a roller the gator, fuck is the roller gator? <laughs> but i forgot but i got an email i forget i don't remember the name of the website i don't even know if it exists no more but i got it it said dvd something i was like what the fuck is this and i was like roller gator. I was like, oh shit <laughs> i completely i paid 11 dollars for a fucking VHS oh. rip of Roller Gator. Jesus, and I still have. You, know, you could have just a- you could have just asked me to pick a different movie. You know? No, 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 no. I'm like, no, no. This is what we do. We professionals here, bro. You want a Roller Gator? We're gonna do Roller Gator. I'm gonna find you it. It took a long Gator. time. <laughs> and PJ hated you for it, so that made it for That's a great okay. episode. It added to the lore. Because <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, we could have just watched the Rift Tracks version, but I was like, no, 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 no. We watching the real version. Fuck Rift Tracks. You can't do. You can't do that. It, no. It, you can't. You can't have your first experience with a movie generally be through Mystery Science Theater or 
riff tracks. No. Especially in this day and age. Hell no. Especially with Tubi around. All those movies are on Tubi, pretty much. Like, Tubi is the shit. <laughs> I love Tubi so much. Like, fuck Netflix. Just give me Tubi. And then I had, like, Tubi Damn. and a Criterion channel. I'm done. See, I got both worlds right there. If I'm watching real <laughs> shit, it's Criterion. If I'm watching Roller Good, you want to watch Armageddon, you go on the Criterion. Exactly. Or The Rock. That's right. <laughs> I just dream. I just dream of a world where I could have seen Manos before Mystery Science Theater. Did anybody though? That's the question. Did anybody see that so. shit before? I Mystery don't think so. But I had that. <laughs> I had that episode taped off TV because that because a million years ago, so you, you couldn't fucking buy them anywhere. Yeah. So I would record them, and I had that episode of Manos uh, record on TV. I remember the one time me and my friends got invited to a popular kids party Uh-oh. in high school. Um, everybody was partying like like literally like you would see in your generic like movie you know like can't hardly wait or everything everybody's in this big house party like partying hot chicks blah blah mm-hmm. blah we immediately ran into the living room and started watching monos <laughs> <laughs> that's a good ass party fuck that i'd have been in there with you <laughs> I, I i distinctly remember multiple times people walking in and be like what the fuck is this and like leaving <laughs> i remember once it was one time I, I think it was one of my cousins on my dad's side i was watching pod people i was watching that episode ah. and he came in there every day was outside playing the game they was playing a ps1 or something and they're like what's brent doing coming there like what is this i said oh it's mystery science and he just like looked at it. it was like legit like a blank stare for like a good i don't know, 20 seconds he just looked at me he's like man you weird bro and then walked out my room <laughs> <laughs> where the fuck was i at? oh thorn D- <laughs> I don't, meanwhile back in rapping yeah I was, oh this happens a lot previously no on rapping back to your regularly <laughs> scheduled programming and shit there ain't much to talk about. We about to play. I'm telling you, this this plot in air quotes. We ain't, ain't gonna take long. Because <laughs> I'm about to sum it up right now. Fuck it. Thorndike is he's an evil businessman. Of course he is. Is there any other type of businessman? Come on. And he got the black lackey dude that would do all the work for him. Was name Cedric? I got. I don't know why I got his name of all people. I didn't get the name Cedric, but he's basically like, all right. We need to get rid of these motherfuckers. I forget why even. I don't know. Some some fucking. We just need get them out the neighborhood. Get him out the cribs. He gonna go send out some paperwork and tell him like, "Hey, you can't live here no more." But fuck well, all he wanted that. To, he wanted to knock down their houses and build like more expensive housing. He wanted to like basically wanted to gentrify. Gentrify, their yep. <laughs> so just normal everyday shit then. But fuck all the gentrification though, because we got to do the snack attack rap. <laughs> oh my god. I don't remember the fat dude's name, so he's just going to be fat dude. But fat dude and the crew, they go meet up with the homie that was dancing at the club. He working like a warehouse or some shit. And he's packing up food in your home. It, it, was, it was random because he just starts looking around. I'm even looking, like, what the fuck is he doing? And he starts, because I'm like, because I'm like, my mom, I'm like, you, why, why are you about to get your boy fired? That's fucked up. Because he just start picking up tomatoes and shit. But then they get into a whole fucking rap song about just him being a fat ass. Like Scott Steiner would be mad at this dude. Y'all watch wrestling? I do. Mark does not. Oh, my God damn it, Mark. Uh, I, 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 I know. I stopped watching it right around WrestleMania, like, I don't know, six, oh, seven. Oh, goddamn. <laughs> Early in the game. I invested way, way. You know, what, you know what it was? I was into wrestling right up until... Um, uh, Hulk Hogan started talking about black people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like them, brother. <laughs> like, I've been taking my vitamins for years, goddammit. Listen to you. <laughs> I got out of wrestling right around, uh, right when Star Wars came back into the into the limelight. Star right Wars got like, you out. Night. I'm like, I'm done with wrestling. I got it. I got it. I got my, my love is shifting back to the, to the Lucasfilm era. God right. damn it. No, I was always a huge Mark <laughs> for a while. And I, I fell off. Once I realized it was fake, 
Um, I, I stopped watching it and, and I'm, you know, socially and, um, like apparently developmentally retarded because it took me, uh, (laughs) took me a while to figure that out. I just just remember (laughs) one day it's being like, why does Hulk Hogan always win his matches the same way? Mm -hmm. And then it was all over. I've come back to it. I, you know, I came back when they did the Monday night wars and fell off off a lot. I, 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 I've always keep track of what's going on but i never really actively watch it um there was about a four-year period where my son was huge into it and that was so much fun because he was a mark like he didn't (laughs) know it was fake so he'd be like five years old and literally losing his shit in the living room oh because the referee like turned their back and didn't see and he's like so angry it was so (laughs) so much fun but then it, you know, again, then I'm right back to just like I keep track of what's going on. But mm. I, I watch maybe twice a year. My friend has a huge party for the Rumble, oh, yeah. a huge party for WrestleMania, and that's really the two times a year I watch wrestling. Same here. Those are the two I don't miss. I always fuck with the Rumble and always fuck with WrestleMania. Like I got in AEW for a long time, and then I kind of fell out of it as they start doing goofy shit too. When it starts <laughs> getting too goofy, I fade out, and then something will bring me back, and I watch it, and then I fade. It's like a fucking cycle. Yeah. So yeah, I I still watch. I just don't want people to think I'm watching like Raw, NXT, AEW, nah. SmackDown, Rampage, Impact, plus pay per views. <laughs> like I'm not doing that. <laughs> no, that's no. Nah, I'm good on all that. I've known the touch of a woman. I'm, I'm way past that point in my life. <laughs> not jerking off to Maki Ito on Twitter. <laughs> oh well, I mean. <laughs> and see, don't ask how I knew immediately what name to say either. But. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so snack attack rat. How do how y'all rate these bars for me? I need I need bar rates on this. I thought this was whack, and uh, <laughs> it reminded me of like if you ordered all you can eat for ninety nine cents by the Fat Boys from Wish dot com. Mm-hmm. The character's name was Fats. Oh, it was. Is <laughs> that a side note? Yeah, his name was Fats. Uh, I could not wrap my brain around it because I'm like I don't understand why we have to stop the movie to watch this guy eat a cake with his hands. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking gross, man. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I, and I could not for the life of me figure out like I, I I feel like I know how movies work. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I would hope so. It, After almost nine years of podcasting about movies and being the connoisseur of film, I, mm-hmm. I would hope you. <laughs> you would think, you know, if you're making a, a musical, you would record the music first and you have the actors lip sync to the music or you have like something to go on. Dude, I watched this entire movie. There is not one. <laughs> There may be one backing track in the entire movie. I think they just tell him to rap. Like, here's the lyric, just rap. It will add the music afterwards because mm-hmm. nothing on beat at all. Oh, it's so, the worst uh, at the end, too. When they do the little courts, whatever rap at the very end, that shit, that's the worst for what you're talking about. There's no flow to that shit. Yeah, but this is where this is where I noticed it. Like, I really noticed it. I'm like, oh, this is awful. This is just not good at all. See, I, these bars are like horrendous, horrendous. Baby bars. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna let Joe Budden on my end. Like, that shit is a, a two pack of ass. There you go. That's <laughs> so we. I'm gonna hit that button a lot during this movie. You'll find out why. <laughs> but all this going, they eating up all the food, and then the dude come out and he just sees what's going on. He's just like, "Hey, uh, you fired," and they just run off with food. They steal food too on top of it, and they just give it out to like the little uh, hungry families in the neighborhood. I don't know how to describe because they stay in a bando, pretty much under one of these uh, people's houses. And that's their little hangout. And they give them all the food because the cops come in like, hey, uh, what y'all doing with that food? And he's like, oh, we giving it out to the poor or some shit like that. But then fuck all that because like I was saying before, you get the bullshit ass rapping 
But then you cut to a booth. They got Eugene Wilde and Joanna Gardner in there singing their ass off. And I was like, what the fuck? Y'all got real singers, but not real rappers? Because I was listening to it. I'm like, because I'm like, I knew, I recognized the dude's voice. The girly, I recognized their face, but not her voice. I'm like, I know these motherfuckers for real. Because Eugene Wilde got mm-hmm. one of my favorite R&B songs. Like, Gotta get you home with me tonight. Like that. I was like, that's him. Like, oh, shit. He looked embarrassed. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't you, Joey? Uh, yeah, he's probably just he's just hoping the check's gonna cash the whole time he's, he's doing this. He's like, please don't let this check bounce. Probably look off to the side watching fucking the uh, camera and there was this Golden and Globus over there with they fucking jumpsuits on, just smiling all hard with cigars. He just looking over at them like, bro, they owe me money. They owe me money. They owe me money. I ain't doing this. <laughs> the, tr- the true sign of a classic good movie coming your way is when it's brought to you by Golden Globulus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I got hype. Unless it was a Chuck Norris movie. That's one canon, like subsection i never got into i never liked the chuck norris movies most of them are just not funny like they're just bad action movies (laughs) but they're not like we said before they're not bad enough to veer into like missing an action is shit i hate that movie yeah but it's not bad enough where you can sit here laughing your ass off Mm -hmm. at it it's just boring shitty version of like first blood Two rambo (laughs) exactly i watched that like about a year ago and i'm like man this shit's again where my boy that shit is a, a two pack of ass I told you I'm gonna hit that button a lot. But <laughs> you should watch uh, Firewalker though. That that one's pretty pretty funny. Now I've never heard of that. I'm gonna have to look into that one. I don't want to hear any fuck you, Joey. If you did like it, I just had Marcellus hit the button too. I forgot he got that button now. Oh yeah, I have it on standby. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Every time I hear it on y'all show, I die. I was in the shower one time. And I last almost fucking fell. So Marcellus <laughs> tried to kill me in the shower one time. Throw that out there in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than whatever they were trying to do to Rapid Hood in the shower when he was in prison. <laughs> He's yeah. willing to let some greaser guy from like 1950 fucking <laughs> talk to him. That's what I was laughing about too. I'm like, these all supposed to be some street hits. I'm like, man, that motherfucker look 30. That motherfucker look 40. This motherfucker look like he 10. Weird fucking mix of people. Speaking of which, after we leave the booth, oh, and just to say real quick, Dixie works for a record company, and that's why she in there with the booth with them. But fuck them, because this is rapping, not singing. We go right. back outside, but then again, more singing. It's little kids singing this time. And I was laughing because I think it was Anita that even pointed it out. Because she was like, oh, didn't know the little kid is singing, doing his thing. And it just, she, he like goes over and starts singing to the little young white girl. And she's like, oh, why he yep. go over to the white girl singing to her? I'm like, well, because the black girl over there looked like she like three. <laughs> that might not look as good. <laughs> But then it made me laugh. I legit burst out laughing because there's certain times when Mario Van people, some of his line reads, I'm like, bro, we couldn't have got a second take on this shit. Because. I got money for that. Yeah, I guess it is Golden and Globish out here. But he comes into the shot like after the little dude is singing and then they're like, they all the kids run up on him and the little girl, the same little girl that was getting sang to was like, oh, can you rap for me? And then he just looks at her, he's like, I'll rap for you, little lady. I was like, yeah. whoa, hold up, hold up, hold up. Oh, yikes. <laughs> Like, I, love, I was away for a year, though. That shot was done. I'm like, yo, you, I was director, but like, yo, you need to say it a little bit less creepy, Mario. Like, come on, dog. But then even funnier than that, they start doing a little beatbox freestyle. If y'all can remember it, please rate these bars. Like, uh, give me a word to rap to. And they're like, mm. yellow. And he's like, <laughs> and I'm not going to lie. It kind of reminded me of. And even though I love this group, it reminded me of the Black Eyed Peas. It's just so simple rhymes that you can think of i don't know just to make was, sure that i don't know if it was sure. black eyed peas mark because i didn't see any girls with like a 10 out of 10 body and a face like melting wax so. <laughs> you know i'm gonna hit it for that <laughs> god's cruel joke <laughs> <laughs> 
She got that MILF money, though, Joey. Don't worry about it. I guess so. <laughs> I didn't say I would kick her out of bed for eating crackers. I just said her face doesn't match up with the rest of them. <laughs> anyway, Mark, uh, bars. Yes, horrendous. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're the, the most simplest rhymes you can possibly think of. And it just kept going and going and going. I'm like, fuck, when is the next scene going to happen? Something's got to happen. Mm-hmm. Where they where the, the plot's gonna move forward because that whole scene was just trash. Well, it was like three scenes back to back for that because we got the people singing in the, the booth, the booth, and then it went to these the kids kid. singing in the street that we never see these kids ever again. No, nope. <laughs> just they just randomly there, and then then this. They're like, oh Jesus, no plot. Like they had a, like a forty-five minute movie. They needed to pad. <laughs> And if you ask me, you already know what I'm going to say about these bars. That shit is a, a two-pack of ass. So, <laughs> what it's going to be. Girly Dixie ends up coming up because she getting off the bus. And he, he comes up. And, at, and she's like just spitting hard game to your boy. And it's like, I don't know what the fuck is going on with you. Because it's like, she's like, bro, she's like, here, take this, motherfucker. Like, he like, nah, nah. I guess he just trying to be too cool. Because she ends up like being like, oh, uh, I'm about to go to the studio. Where are you going? And he's like, oh, no, where are you going? It's like, motherfucker, would you just... Like, in the beginning of the movie, when he leaves prison, like the the first one of the first shots of the movie is him leaving prison, mm-hmm. and he has a picture of his grandmother and his little brother and a picture of her. So oh, I'm I like, see that? Oh, he, he's uh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, he he wants her, right? Yeah. This is a done. She's throwing it at him. I'm like, what are you doing? This is what you wanted, man. Exactly. Like, they probably jerked off to that picture for like two years, and now probably. it's right there in front of you, pimping. Like, what are you doing? He probably read too many pickup artist books when he was in prison. So he's like, no, I can't show any interest. I noticed about halfway through the movie, he's like doing some weird accent sometimes. And he like kind of deepened oh, his voice. Yeah, I noticed it too. He would do that voice and then he would also do the uh, the Jamaican accent voice. Mm-hmm. And like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, where's the director at? The director's somewhere asleep. But that's where you get the notices from the landlord. And the dude is up there putting up the signs on the fucking windows and doors and shit. And the kids are like fucking with his car. And then he ends up driving it into a, a garbage truck. And yeah. Like, we Did we miss when they gave like all their food to mm-hmm. like tiny Tim and his family after oh, they were yeah. living there? Yeah, after, they, after the, uh, was that, the snack attack rap? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, you know, okay, we're in the hood and, and, you know, all of a sudden there's just like some fucking families that look like they just walked off the set of like Schindler's List living there. I don't, I don't <laughs> have like, Hey man, that that neighborhood had a little bit of everybody in mm-hmm. there, and they made it. A point to, they made it a point to show that, especially at the end of the movie. <laughs> they sure did. Oh, the best part of the movie. But is yeah, what was, I'm trying to think now. You had the white. There was like the white family. There was like an Asian family. There was like a, a Greek dude selling euros or something like that. <laughs> yep. Oh, uh, then of course the black. There was Mario Van Pee was in them. I think that was all of them. Oh, you had the hooker somewhere. And the um uh, the old Jewish lady who was like oh oh that's day. right oh <laughs> day she's a big two live Jews fan <laughs> man that's something I ain't thought about in years <laughs> holy <laughs> shit <laughs> oh my next note is that he steals his radio so yeah the brother stole the radio out of dude's car later and went and sold it to the pawn right. shop and dude gave him like what seventy five bucks for it your boy Mario tried to go back and get it he like oh I need two fifty thing was the number I heard. Why, why couldn't he just take the 75 bucks for it? Because he's an asshole, Joe. We got to make money out here. This is America. Mm, yeah. <laughs> like, we... Well, sorry, your brother has to go to prison. I, I, I'm going to do a markup on this regardless. <laughs> well, you know, the real answer, Joe, is that we need a plot. And this is this is your right. plot right here. This Finally, is... only 45 minutes into the movie, we have a plot. <laughs> <laughs> and the plot is that we need to buy a stolen radio back. That's your plot, folks. <laughs> a $75 radio. 
So he ends up chasing his brother through a fucking because he's trying to get the money from his brother, and the brother runs through a whole train track. Scene. It, you know what this reminded me of, Joy? You appreciate this reference. As they're running through the train yard, all I could think of was Shaquille O'Neal and Steel running through the train yard. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I thought. Those time of time. <laughs> Marcellus, have you seen Steel? Uh, that's one. Of, that's on my list of uh, movies oh. that I have to watch. So no joke. My same cousin Andrew that loves Pootie Tang also loves Steel. Growing up, those are two of his favorite movies. Holy shit! Hell yeah! <laughs> Andrew, know what's up? Shout out to Andrew. He so that he he ends up not catching the brother. The brother's hiding. He ain't get the money back. Whatever. Sandra, hiding in bed with the fat kid. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of yeah. weird too. He kind of got into the blankets and was like hide me. <laughs> <laughs> Is he high this, is, this is when I really started noticing like the places that they live. I understand the whole concept of the movie is supposed to be that they live in a rundown like projects. Mm-hmm. They took it way too far. <laughs> they looked like they were living in like what Ukraine looks like right now. Like, <laughs> like, like shelled out houses, like no windows with like boards put up over them. Like a, I think they went a little far. It literally looked like the entire movie was filmed on location in an abandoned building. <laughs> I think it was. Because <laughs> all I could think of the whole time was that it literally like Freddy Krueger was going to jump out at some point. That's all I kept thinking. <laughs> I don't think they were already in the dream world with yeah. Freddy Krueger. <laughs> <laughs> they were the dream warriors. Oh, shit. Right. <laughs> Freddy did rap, though. Freddy had an album uh, out. Another, so. another Fat Boys reference oh, popping shit. up. That's they right. had a, a song Freddy Krueger. I tell you, as a kid, there was no hyper moment. Then I think it was Nightmare on Elm Street Part 5 when it ended and Kumo D started rapping. I was like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was the song Dissing LL Cool J, too. Like, even Dissing LL Cool J in movies, Kumo D, goddamn. But Cedric, the black dude, he ends up hiring, the, uh, oh, what was his fucking name? Oh, Dwayne. I should remember that name. Duh. He ends up hiring Dwayne as like his protection. The greaser. The greaser. <laughs> We get any any hire people for protection, so it's like, I don't know when this is supposed to take place. But he hired him. Your boy Hood ended up getting the money back, and uh, cause the girly was Dixie was like, "Hey, come fuck around with me and my manager or my or my boss. He's gonna be doing like a I don't know some like America Got Talent type shit auditions, I guess. Again, like breaking, it's gonna be a whole audition scene, and uh, they just come through, perform for him. You got bars. That's what she tells him anyway." <laughs> And we get you a record deal. So he goes in there and on stage, first you got Ice T and the Rhymes to the kid on stage doing a song called Killers, which is one of my, I fucking love that song. And it was laughing at Ice T with a fucking Uzi on his hip the whole time rapping. <laughs> when he pretended that he got shot at the end of the song, That's I was dying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, t- I tell you, this is another reference, Joy. I think you'll appreciate this one. When he did a pose, he got down like one knee with the gun like he was aiming and he got in the same position that you get in in that Terminator NES game when you shoot. <laughs> yeah. I, I was fucking dying. Like, oh, he did the NES joint. And then he did the fall back to I was rolling. But then I was like, I, they, there was a group of dudes in the background with uh, uh, Fs on their fucking sweaters. And I'm like, I know who these motherfuckers are. And they started singing yeah. and it's the Force MDs. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. You know, and the crazy thing is I've never seen this movie before, right? Didn't mm-hmm. even know it really existed. But that the performance that they did, they made that into a music video. And I've seen mm-hmm. that music video a hundred times. I had no idea that was from a movie. I thought that was like an original video from the four SMDs. I like I've listened to this song like a billion times as a kid. I had no idea it was from this movie. I didn't either, honestly. It didn't say on the video from the uh rapping original soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> From the major you motion think, picture. I think they, they were trying to distance themselves away from this movie as far as possible. <laughs> right. <laughs> but the, the funny thing about it, though, is that as this is going on, there's some drunk motherfucker, just random drunk dude at the bar. 
And he's going back and forth with the bartender. The bartender's like, you had enough. He's like, I tell you, I had enough. And he cracks him upside the head with a fucking bottle. I was like, yo. And then they get into a bar fight. And then keep in mind, I just told, like I said, Ice T and his homies are up there. Force and D's are up there. But then your boy rapping hood comes and he breaks up the fight and he's freestyling his little weak bars while he's doing it. And the dude is like, no, that's what I need. So fuck Ice T and the Force MDs. This weak ass bullshit right here, this is what I'm going to sign. And I was like, you know what? This movie might be a little fake. It just maybe a little bit. I don't know. I like what he was like, you just made that up on the spot? <laughs> Everyone watching the movie is like, yeah, he did. You can, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I said, baby bars. Again, I'm going to just hit it again. Why that shit is a, a two pack of ass. Thank you, Joe. But he ends up getting hired for a demo. Dude was like, come by the studio and I'll pay you $200. And so I, I didn't know that's how shit worked like that either. But all right, whatever. He got hired for the demo. And then uh, your boy Dwayne, evil white dude, is like the little brother's walking up the street. And he kind of comes and puts him in a hammer lock and slams him against the wall. And is asking a bunch of questions about who his brother been fucking with. He's like, who's your brother Great. been fucking? He's like, and legit, the brother's like, what? <laughs> like, the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> So I can imagine you just walking up the street and some dude just like random dude just grab you and be like, hey, who's your brother fucking? Like, I don't know. <laughs> right. He's been in prison for like a year. I don't fucking know. And so he ends up getting away. Well, I think he lets him go and your boy he like throws him in the middle finger or something and runs off or some shit like that. So again, just more random scenes thrown in. But then we go back to the booth and it's a singer named Warren Mills doing a song called Flame in the Fire. And I'm like, how do y'all got all these good R&B people? Y'all couldn't, not one rapper, except for, except for Ice-T, I guess. Like, y'all couldn't get... All the own. It was weird to me that they got so many singers, but maybe they were cheaper. I don't know. It's 1985. You're not getting Run DMC. You ain't getting right. Curtis Blow. <laughs> maybe you'll get Mantronics. I don't know. But <laughs> you know, I love Mantronics, I, though. <laughs> Ice T is the Nick Fury of the Breaking Cinematic Universe. He's been I, in all three of I was wondering if he was supposed to be the same character, legit, because I know, it's, and it's funny a difference a year makes, because you know, in Breaking in 84, he's doing like, you know, the B Boy rap and all that shit with the glove and all that. But then, like, just one year later, he, he's starting to get into the gangster rap with killers and shit. I was like, it's weird. Just a year difference. Whole style how much change. Of, uh, how much of Coco's plastic surgery was paid for by the Cannon Group? That's what I want to know. All of it. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Complete aside. The two of them are the nicest people on Earth. Just oh, I bet. Oh, me and Mark met them at a comic convention. The line of people to meet him was so weird because it was, like, people in Mark's age that clearly, you know, listened to his music back in the day. And then there were like people in their 70s and 80s getting like Law and Order merchandise signed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you got grandma there for Law and Order. You got the homies there for Cop Killer and shit. <laughs> <laughs> if, I known, uh, if I had known rapping was on Blu ray, I would have taken that copy of that to have him signed. Then you would have seen his, his attitude change real quick. <laughs> yeah, get this shit the fuck out of my face. Are you own up to this shit? So you sign this, sir. I'm going to turn this heat lamp on your wife. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the crazy thing too, Mark Ellis, is that on this, on the inside sleeve where the disc is, it's a picture of Ice-T and the Rhyme Syndicate. It doesn't even have Mario Van Peebles on the no. inside. God damn it. <laughs> so you can definitely give him this, like, no, bro, you was in this. When I opened up this case, your face is right there, dog. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? Shout out to Mario Van Peebles for uh, uh, casting him in New Jack City. He's like, and don't worry. I, I was there with you through the rapping stage. Come on over here. Let's make a real movie together. We're going to get through this, bro. Don't worry about it. That's behind us now. Marcellus, you, are you interested at all in seeing the New Jack City stage play? You know, I'm not going to lie. There's a part of me that's curious because uh, you want to talk about amazing soundtracks. New Jack City has an amazing soundtrack. Oh, hell yeah. A stage version of that could be cool. I don't know. I, I, there's a part of me that's curious, but there's a, another part of me that the movie is just a classic mm-hmm. as it is. It should just stay that way. You remember when they were talking about remaking it years ago with Soldier Boy? Oh, <laughs> no. 
that was that was a legit. Yeah, it was really. They were they were going to talk at first. It was crazy because at first they were talking about new New Jack City with Soldier Boy and some other dudes. But then they switched it. They was like, okay, you know, actually we're going to redo Juice with Soldier Boy now. Which I don't know which God. one is worse. <laughs> <laughs> at least they didn't redo it with Master P. You don't make them say uh, Joey. Come on now. <laughs> if I ever get y'all back on here, I'm going to make y'all watch a Master P movie. Y'all got to. That's fine with oh. me. I just remember him being on wrestling back in the day. On WCW, the No Limit Soldiers, right. Joey. Legit, I got a movie for y'all, too. It's called Black Superman. Not Super, Superman. Oh. And he gets a crackhead, sells him a superhero costume and a Kroger and like in a grocery store bag. And when he puts it on, it actually gives him superpowers. He's flying around the hood. I'm not joking. I'm uh, just adding it to my watch list right now. <laughs> thank you. See, Joey know what's up. See, he gave me Roller Gator. I give him Black Superman. That's how he do. The Photoshop on the cover of this is horrendous. <laughs> I got bet. Oh, right. Joey just sent it to me. Thank you. <laughs> oh, Shit. Oh, I've seen that before, actually. <laughs> oh, they didn't even God. try. <laughs> I take it back. I definitely have to watch this now. Oh, yeah. I'm, I, I'm telling you, if it's not streaming, I have a DVD copy. I will send you copies. Don't worry. Oh, God. <laughs> but rapping. We almost near the end of rapping, too. It's not even that much more God, We're so close. <laughs> <laughs> But I, and I laughed at this part, and they even called it out in the movie, which made me laugh. But uh, wasn't they rapping hood? Goes to see Cedric at his office to, you know, question about what's going on. And I love it because he's shaking him up, asking all these questions. Cedric's like, how the fuck did you get in here? And I'm like, yeah, how the fuck did he just walk in there like that? But he goes in there and gets a bunch of, you know, non-info pretty much. He's like, oh, well, we're going to do this, and we need you guys out of there, and you can't do this. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Fuck all that. It led him back to, uh, what's his name? Dwayne. Dwayne. Because he, he thought... He- because he thought that they had a deal and that his brother would be cool mm-hmm. of his brother wind up getting arrested. So he's like, oh, so if it wasn't you, it was Dwayne. I got to go beat his ass. Finally. I think he said Is this when he goes to Dwayne's apartment. Was that an apartment? Oh, I don't know what that was, but it was like <laughs> awful. And there was like S&M paddles like hanging on the wall. Yeah. I made a note because your boy, I think Rabbit Hood's like, you know, what he say? I got three options for you. He said, oh, we can fight. You can leave Dixie. And you can leave town, I think is what he said, right? Right, yeah. It's, and of course, I'm like, well, if he leaves town, isn't he leaving Dixie? Like, <laughs> Yeah, like... <laughs> extra step right there. Well, see, I guess three is cooler than two. It's like, oh, you got two. No, no, we got three. It's like, got to the second one, he was like, uh, uh, they leave town. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but again, he kind of like... I don't, it's just so fucking weird. I'm like, why don't you just punch this motherfucker, man? Like, Because, <laughs> well, I, at first, I guess I take it back. He's there by himself. But then Eric LaSalle and them show up at the same time out of nowhere... He just like, hey, well, you got a problem here? And he's like, where the fuck you come from? Yeah, he had his back. I get it. Eric, you know. Eric LaSalle, a real one. Then uh, I think a prostitute seduces the oil guy. Oh, that's, that's a little bit later. Okay. I got you. Next thing that happens is Cedric goes and he pays Dwayne and them for protection. Because then he ends up. Because right. I think he's like, I'm going to give you guys like 100 bucks. And dude is like, no, no, no. You're going to give me 175 a week or during the week and 200 on the weekends. And he punks the shit out of him into doing it. Well, he the best part is in looking at where they are is he goes, I'll give you guys all $100 each a week. And he goes, that won't even cover my rent. Yeah. How much is the fucking rent here? <laughs> rent is 105 <laughs> This place doesn't even have windows. <laughs> Don't even have heat. We'll find out later. Oh, God. That's where you that's where your hooker come in at. But before that. Back in the hood, though, there was the little there was a little girl that actually brought the flyer to hood, and she's like, "Yo, what does this mean?" And she needs, oh shit, it means we're getting kicked out. That girl randomly is getting put into an ambulance now, and getting taken to the hospital. And I think that's kind of oh, you remember that shit? <laughs> yeah, I realized I was this little girl. Mm-hmm. It took me she a second to. She's dying of hypothermia in her house. 
<laughs> Which I shouldn't be laughing about, but it was just like, Jesus. <laughs> oh, I was laughing at it because at the same time, that going on, your boy Hood is out with Dixie. And I wrote a line down because she was, like I said, she is throwing this. Like, she got the fucking, like, landing gears, like, pointing toward the coochie. Like, motherfucker, inserts. And she said a line that was like, don't play hard to get because I'm going to get you. And I was like, damn, that's yep. bars. But <laughs> she's not fucking around. Like, I don't know what's up, Mario Van Peebles. The zoning hearing got scheduled. They're like, all right, we're going to have a meeting about this little neighborhood. And we're going to tear this bitch down if there ain't nobody coming in here doing whatever the fuck. Fuck all that. Joey, tell me about this oil truck, though. <laughs> oh my god so like an oil truck the guy's filling oil and then a prostitute or mm-hmm. not a prostitute i'm not really sure but she was absolutely hideous and i'm not even saying like you're you could be like okay well it was 1985 so she was hot for 1985 Mm-mm. no she's not hot for 1980 she's not hot for any time of year ever <laughs> fucking cavemen when they like they had to procreate to keep the human race going, we're not going to be clubbing her over the head. This chick is disgusting. <laughs> um, she comes out and apparently seduces the oil guy who leaves mm-hmm. his car parked completely in the middle of the street so he could go bang her, apparently. I'm not really sure. It was really weird because when she comes out, she just says, like, she wants to do it. But there's no <laughs> insinuation that she is accepting money for this. Until the end when he pays her, which is weird because the, that was never agreed upon. That's not how like any of this works. <laughs> I was very confused and it was very gross. Because the whole time she basically foreplaying the shit out of him. Because she ends up like taking right. her, she's barely taking her clothes off. She got him taking his off and they get on the bed and they doing whatever. And then the fat dude ends up coming in there. She hides him under the bed. And then they start like bouncing on top of the bed on top of him. And I think one dude, yeah, I think he's stepping on his hand too. Because he's trying to yeah. like hold in his ear. Like, like ah, whatever the fuck. And then when they get ready to leave, she says, like, hey, where's my lunch money? And he's like, yeah, here, bitch. And throws her some money in her hand or something like that. But I was confused at first what was going on because I guess this is just because I wasn't around in this time period. But I didn't know they actually came in like like a gas pump, like inserted oil into people's cribs like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. Is that like, it I didn't sucks. know. I ain't never seen it. <laughs> it sucks. It's expensive. Oh, shit. They still do that? Yeah, they come to our house and fill the oil up because oh, we have a filter. Yeah, oh, it just it sucks because it's expensive, oh. and we live in the northeast, so it's fucking cold during the winter. No. So this is why when uh, I'm like, man, it's cold, and then my wife would be like, put a fucking sweater on. <laughs> we don't want to turn on the heat because we want to spend as little on oil as possible. Damn, that's crazy. That's new to me, and I've never seen that before. Yeah, I've always had electric heat, so I have no idea what that is. Same here. Yeah, same. That's what I got. Oh, uh, Markellis. Cedric sent the homies out to go terrorize the neighborhood. Tell me a little bit about what was going down, homie. Oh, so they decided they were just going to destroy everything. And this is where we get a, a little taste of uh, the different flavors of the neighborhood. So they just <laughs> go through and start smashing every shop that they come across. So they get to the house, to the big house, and then they just start throwing bricks inside of the window. Like, it was actually <laughs> kind of fun. Yeah. They're looking at it. Like, these guys were being complete assholes. And then I'm thinking, is this what? Rapping Hood did before he went to prison? Like, was this his... Was this, like, the way that he ran the quote-unquote gang back in the day? But, yeah, they just... They they took it up a notch and just really started to fuck shit up. Oh, they, my heart they, broke... They lit the fucking guy's store on fire. Yeah. My heart broke when the uh, fucking falafel uh, stand got turned over or whatever it was. Oh, no, uh, the, the, the guy had your the, old uh, joint. Yeah. 
I was like, oh, no, no, because that looked real. <laughs> that, that did not look like a prop at all. Mm-mm. No, it was cr- I didn't even realize. Because it's crazy, because in the beginning of the movie, when, you know, Rap and Hood came home, they was all talking shit about him, too. They was like, oh, you know, he's more trash back in the neighborhood or something like that. So I was thinking that they was all like, well, fuck them dudes. But then I guess maybe it's because he came in. Like, now they need him, though. So now I was like, oh, Hood, we need you and all this bullshit. I'd be like, no, nah, fuck. I'd have kicked that gyro stand. Like, fuck you. <laughs> Talking <laughs> shit about me earlier. Where else are you going to eat in the neighborhood, though, if you break up the gyro stand? Like, go, go steal some tomatoes like they did earlier. <laughs> <laughs> eat, exactly. eat a full cake with your hands. There you rapping. go. <laughs> that shit was weird, though. But they even uh, always laughing because, you know, you see all that and it's like, oh, you know, that's fucked up. But then they go by the grandma house and he just knocks on the door and he's just like, I think he throws a brick through both windows or something like that. Uh, just wrong, just wrong. And I think she and she's the only one that I think fights back. She, you know, hits him with the broom and everything. They shooing him away, and they they all hype. They go meet back up with Cedric, and they like, yeah, he like, yeah, yeah, that's what's up. I got a twelve hundred dollar check for you. And dude's like, nah, 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 nah. We need more than that. Fuck that. And so they end up running his pockets, and I forget how much they take. They take a whole lot of wide out, and then you get a yeah. gang fight because Hood and them come back, and you finally get to see them fight, and it's the weakest ass fight in the world. <laughs> Homeboy pulled out a blade. And he, I think, because at first I was confused what he was doing, because, you know, Rapping Hood takes off his leather jacket and he wraps it around his wrist or some shit like that. As, I was, as I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, why is he wrapping around his fist to fight him? Like, why are you patting your knuckle? I'm like, oh, I guess he's protecting his wrist from getting slipped. But then the other one's open. So it's like, I, I don't fucking know. It was weird. Yeah, man. That's how that's how Jackie Chan does it in the movies. When uh, someone starts fighting, he'll take off his jacket and wrap it around his arm for protection. Now, he was already cut. I didn't realize he got sliced open during that first uh, that first interaction. Pretty sure that's why he took the jacket off. He's like, all right, I gotta, I gotta protect myself somehow. Yeah, before you wreck yourself, homie. He ends up getting a knife out of his hand and putting it to do, but then five yep. zero is coming, and that's why I guess he. I, I what do y'all think he was gonna actually kill him? Um. Well, first of all, his grandmother comes running out oh, and is like, yeah. "Don't do it! Don't do it!" Just like, "Thank you, thank you, Jesus." That's <laughs> right. <laughs> and the alarms that go off are fire alarms. They're not even police sirens. So I don't know <laughs> I what they're that. running. But. <laughs> That's right. That's uh, all they had in the stock. That's all they had in the stock sound library that day. Uh, that's all, they're siren. It's close enough. That's the, that's the Canon library right there. That's all we got. We got two <laughs> sound effects. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate the entire neighborhood coming out to watch the fight, but they probably should have been helping the guy whose store was being burned down at the time. <laughs> <laughs> he ends up stopping dude, or he stops himself from fucking dude up, and then right. they end up going to their little zone commission meeting, and that's when you get one of probably the weakest raps in this entire fucking movie. How y'all rate these bars? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a ten out of ten. Oh shit. Uh, <laughs> The uh, we can't. Oh, what the fuck was it? The at the end, we won't stop till we reach the top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that shit had me dying, and it just kept going on and on and on. And then I, I started to think about my life as a podcaster. And I'm like, I'm never gonna stop either. <laughs> <laughs> so you definitely ain't gonna stop going to the movie theater for sure. It seemed like, oh, <laughs> no, not anytime soon. You know, I was super excited as we record this that I was like, wow, 10 weeks in a row of brand new release movies. I'm going to go to the movies 10 weeks in a row. We're on week five and, and some of these movies have been pretty mid. And I'm just like, oh, God, I had to drag myself out of the house to go see Shazam today. <laughs> it was not easy. I did not want to go to the movies. today. <laughs> oh, and I heard that's not even that great either. Spoiler. It's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's much of a spoiler at this point. I don't even. I never even saw the first one. I was like, eh. First one's not that bad, but oh, okay. this one is rough. But you'll hear all about it on a future episode of So Is Your Podcast. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs>
uh, that was me. That was me walking out. They had two fucking after credit scenes. So I'm like, oh. I just want to leave. I just want to leave. And you, you, they play one. You're like, I'm going to leave. And I'm like, oh, I got to stay all the way through the credits. <laughs> I just want to go. <laughs> what the fuck could it be leading to? Like, they're going about to reboot Nothing. all of it. Oh. <laughs> Not leading to anything. <laughs> that going to lead to The Flash? Are y'all going to go see The Flash too? <laughs> of course, it's on the list. But, you know. Take my advice out there. If you're starting a movie review podcast, don't do new releases. <laughs> Your life is over at that point. It's too much. <laughs> but yeah, these bars are amazing uh, for me. A hundred out of ten. I got them queued up on my laptop. I got to get the listeners a taste of some of this shit real quick. But there is a development plan approved by the board. You can check it. It's all legal. It's a legal criminal. That's I've told you once, now I'm telling you twice. Don't push for a third, cause I'm not that nice. Who try to be polite, calm as can be. Any more interruptions, you deal with me. We don't have lawyers to fight his greed. You roughed us up and pushed us down. Red, yellow, white, the black, and the brown. Listen up, sucker, stop telling those lies. You can't even look at me straight in the eyes. You're all stuck up in your paper world. Don't care nothing about the boys and the girls. You cut our heat and you raised our rent. If he had his way, we'd have lived in a tent. And you're sitting up there trying to look all nice. You're buying up the land for half the price. Or flashing them dollars and talking that trash. Anything to make more cash. Don't you know your only hit stool pigeon? Money's become your new religion. Take off your glasses so you can see. The material God will never set you free. The day you face yourself in the mirror is the day you see yourself a lot clearer. The good's in you, and it's not that far. Have faith in the real man you are. Dwayne, wait a second. Sure, he's got to say okay. The main thing you fail to, to understand okay. is strength in the mind marks the true man. You're all caught up in your macho form like a puppet on a string dancing to the norm. If you look inside, I know you Whoa. see the better man that you could be. If we all pull together and just stay true, I know we could do it. We decide anew. We build our dreams to make it right. It won't be easy, but, but it's worth the fight. The bottom line of the situation is the land belongs to this congregation. We can't stop. Won't stop. There you go. Climbing that mountain till we reach the top. We can't stop. Won't stop. Make this podcast until I can't stop. Won't stop. There you go. I had to play. I had to play that one at least. <laughs> uh, amazing. <laughs> and that's pretty much the end of the fucking movie. That the movie's done. Like we out of <laughs> here at that point, bro. <laughs> oh, should I play the? Should I play the last part too? I gotta play that part. I think. <laughs> oh God. You know what? Yeah, because you know, fuck it. Then move. Fuck it. Movie done. That's wrapping. But right. That's, that's the whole story. But there's the the closing credits of this actor played this character. There's no resolution in the movie. That's nope. it. Like they just wrapped at the <laughs> city council meeting and that we don't know, like, uh, okay. So they were like, thank you for your rap song, but this guy is still going to bulldoze your neighborhood. Like it did Dwayne turn a corner. We don't know. We don't know anything. We, the movie just ends. 
I, I guess maybe we're supposed to take it as, you know, the, the, your boy Thorndike looks mad and his tires are all flat and as he leaves the hood, so maybe that's saying, like, he they beat him? I don't, I don't fucking know. Yeah, and then the whole council is standing up and they're clapping along really offbeat to the uh, can't stop, won't stop Thank line. You. So <laughs> it, it's, it's safe to say that they won. That was probably even more so than the rap. That was my favorite part of the whole scene is the watching the main dude just clap severely offbeat. I'm like, bro, come on, dog. Like, it can't yeah, be he, it was bad. rough. It was really from the first time it started, he was off. The second he moved his hands, he was off. <laughs> but I got to play it, though, because the movie done, We ain't, there's no more to do. But we're going to walk through the hooks. Like, just to set it up, the credits are coming up on screen. Every time somebody rap, it has their name and character and all the screen, all that bullshit. But he's going, they're just walking through the whole entire fucking hood. Behind his beat. I love the banjo. You and your crew show me another way. I found more than personal need. Beyond the what? Beyond the greed. That was one of the worst. In this neighborhood, I got my state. So I'll keep making my bread and cake. I pray. If the great justice were here today, he'd welcome hood hope to stay. What? Like in the days of ancient Rome, and love we welcome my heroes home. Chinese barber still holds true. Do good to others comes back to you. Rapid Chad Hudson, Avery's pride. We're blessed to have him on our side. <laughs> no one else can rap so good. It's not hero. Rapid Chad Hudson. I teach of them who gives, he gets the most. And he who's strong don't need the most. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> oh, no, no, we got the hook right here. Mm. Yes, then it's good, and I gladly get you rapping in. <laughs> oh, I forgot about girly, too. I wasn't sure what to think or feel, but now I know that he's for real. Taught us all to do our part, save the neighborhood, and... and come oh, on, what? Hey, what? That's up, sing it. Come on, man. And stole my heart. Yeah! <laughs> oh, Jesus. What do you want? You want them to back you up? All right. You want your grandmother with you on tour? Okay. What else do you want? Sign that contract, homie. And then he signed like over the words too. Yeah. Whew. 
Oof, that was rough. <laughs> <laughs> who had the worst bars? I'm very curious who y'all think. Uh, I, I might have to give it to Cedric. Because... <laughs> you know, because at least the Wayne, you know, it rhymed and it had the banjo like kind of mm-hmm. influence in it. So I kind of appreciate that, but I think Cedric's had the worst one. <laughs> yeah, there's no doubt that Cedric was the worst out of all of that. <laughs> Except, yeah, I know. Yeah, Cedric was the worst. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to give it to like the little eight year old girl, right? That's her. I was about to. She was no little Tay. <laughs> oh, who is Joey? No one. <laughs> Honestly, if I was gonna give it to somebody, the, the whoever, the, the mom or whoever is right before the little girl is always. I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. That's somebody's teacher trying to rap. Hey, oh, and if you guys like that video, YouTube also thinks you may like Scatman Skiba Da Badooby Da by Scatman John. <laughs> I'm the Scatman. What are they trying to say about rapping when the next video suggested involves scat? <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're doing, YouTube. Oh, boy. <laughs> but that was rapping, folks. Yeah. <laughs> it sure was. <laughs> if you can call it that. That's the movie rapping. Just imagine, like like you said, Joey, little dudes is making it. Oh, like, mom, can you take me to go see this new rapping movie? And they don't know what the fuck rap is. And then they watch this. This is their first experience. Somebody, this was somebody's first experience to rap, I'm sure. And ah. it, it's just like, fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite movies experiences in my life is that i i made my entire family go see breaking two in the movie theater as like my birthday present (laughs) the more i watch it later in life i'm like man this movie's awful and my parents had to sit there it makes me love it even more i think is is crazy that to some people this movie is breaking three like this movie was advertised as breaking three and they're like yes i need to see breaking three and they sit and it starts with rapping (laughs) no at all they get to that the dance fight in the in the middle of the dance floor at the first act, then they're like, "All right, here we go. Here we go. Here's the break dancing. Still no break dancing. Maybe maybe that was added in there later just so they could say we had a break scene. Because that is the only time I think they do that though. I think that I actually do think that they were building up a, a I N apostrophe universe, <laughs> breaking and rapping <laughs> the N universe. <laughs> yes, I think it was. What would, what would the fourth movie? DJ and got got a. DJ and it got rewritten as juice. Oh, there <laughs> you go. DJ would have been a good title. Of days. So it was okay, we got breaking, we got rapping, DJing. Would it be like Lombada and Lombada and <laughs> Graffiti in Tagging. <laughs> Tagging. Oh shit. Hell yeah. But I guess that was wild style though. <laughs> Someone's gonna pick up the gauntlet and finish out the I in apostrophe universe. Would it be trapping now? <laughs> <laughs> There got to be a movie called Trapping out there. It's on Tubi somewhere. Yes. Oh, Cammon. There you go. For the OnlyFans out there. Oh, boy. <laughs> I spent enough money on OnlyFans. I'm not going to the theater to see that. We're going to be right back to tell you what we thought about the movie. But first, I'm going to play a promo. And it may sound very familiar to you. So stay tuned. <laughs> Don't go nowhere. Wow, you look great. Thanks. It's because I've been listening to the So Wizard Podcast. So Wizard Podcast? That's that weekly nerdy movie review and news podcast, right? That's right. And it's available on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. They even have a YouTube channel, too. Hey, I'm going to go listen to So Wizard Podcast right now. 
four nerds with the weekly podcast and a YouTube channel about movies. Check out So Wizard Podcast today at SoWizardPodcast.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now see i thought you might recognize that promo (laughs) (laughs) people out there someone out there gets it but that is entirely based on The bot that so the, the Boston talk radio sports station that we get where we live uh, in the morning would play the same commercial 40,000 times. <laughs> and it was for Nugenics, which is like a testosterone booster. Mm. And it was literally exactly like that. The guy's like, wow, you look great. Another guy's like, thanks. I've been taking Nugenics. The other guy goes, Nugenics. That's the testosterone booster endorsed by Frank Thomas. The big hurt. <laughs> And they would play this commercial like 500 times. My commute to work is 13 minutes, and I would hear that commercial five times. So, like, <laughs> so I was like, we got we to gotta paraphrase that for us. But uh, we tried our best. <laughs> hey, people love that promo when I play it. So you did something good there, homie. <laughs> Let's see. Joey, what do you think about rapping? Uh, four out of five. <laughs> this is a great bad movie. Um it does not hit the heights of the first two in the break-in trilogy, but, it, you know, it's okay. It, it's a good for a laugh. I don't know if I would watch it multiple times or frequently, but I definitely got some sensible chuckles out of it. <laughs> for sure. Marcellus, what about you, homie? I actually did have to watch this twice because I fell asleep the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I was mad, too. Um yeah, this movie is garbage. <laughs> and, you know, the fact that I get to see Ice-T in it is kind of funny. Uh, the fact that I finally figured out that the Force MD's Itching for a Scratch song actually came from a movie. That's cool. But everything else about this movie, I mean, I, I like Mario Van Peebles, but mm-hmm. everything about this movie is just straight trash. It's not the worst thing in the world that I've seen, but this is not good. I'm going to give it a one. Oh, <laughs> shit. I didn't actually think it was going to be that low. Um, I didn't love it as much as Joey, but I was very entertained by this movie. I was going to give it like a seven because I would watch this shit again. I'm glad I bought the Blu-ray. It's fucking <laughs> terrible. It's not as good as Breaking. It's better than some of the other. It's better than shit that be on Tubi sometimes because I watch some shit on Tubi. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I think people need to understand like how skewed our view of movies. <laughs> yeah. Me and some Joey the, watch some shit. Some of the shit. <laughs> The, the average person on the street has not watched seven lucky ninja kids while they're at work. So like. no, you could do a lot worse than rapping and it's for free on YouTube. Like I bought the Blu-ray, but you can just put shit up on you. It's on, there's multiple full videos of it on YouTube. Like they do not care. So it is yep. out there if you want to watch it. 
And that's another reason why I looked. I was like, I, of course, it's not streaming nowhere. I'm like, I ain't going to have them rent this damn movie. So I was like, it's on YouTube. Bam, we doing rapping. So I've been wanting to make y'all watch this for a while anyway. I look forward to returning for uh, 1988's canon film Salsa, the motion picture. I'm a, it's added to the list now. I'm going to watch that <laughs> shit at some point. And we got to watch Black Superman, too. So I'm going to be saving that for y'all now. <laughs> if I could get Aubrey on that one. Bro. Oh, God. I got, all right. What do y'all think? If, you, if, y'all, if Aubrey was here, what do y'all think she would have thought about this movie? Y'all think she would have liked rapping? She would have hated it. She would have hated it. <laughs> she would have given us a zero. <laughs> Aubrey is not a watch a bad movie to enjoy watching a bad movie type of person. <laughs> so she generally gets very angry when we make her watch these movies. Which is why it's always so fun. I don't think she'll ever forgive me for Twisted Pair. but I'm never going to forgive you for Twisted Pair. <laughs> I still to this day have not seen any of his movies all the way through before. Oh my god. I'm going to have to you need to. That. Yeah, you need to at least watch Twisted Pair. Just to, just to suffer as we have. This the wizard has. Twisted Pair and Fateful Findings are free on YouTube. Are they? Um, the, two of his movies, uh, Double Down and... Shit, what was the other one I watched? I can't remember what the name of it was. Is it... Uh, um, what's the other one called? I Am Here Now or something like that? I, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's a running joke for me and my son because my son has watched all of his movies with me. Because we're always like, I am here. Like... <laughs> I went to pick him up at his friend's house and I texted him. I am here. Dot, dot, dot. Now. <laughs> Those are on uh, two more of his movies are a pass through. Sorry. That was the oh, one that I watched. Yeah. They're on um, two. Those two are on Internet Archive. Oh, shit. Which is. Yeah. You can't watch on your on your TV that way. But um, you can at least watch on your laptop or something. But yeah, they're another level of bad movie. You can make David Lynch and James Cameron angry and watch it on your phone. That's something else. Yeah, like, I got to watch Avatar one day. I've never seen that shit. Uh, I watch you know, I, I I watched the first one on Disney Plus to get ready for the second one. And it, it was exactly what I thought was going to happen. It, it, it is as a movie theater experience. I, I think it's a 10 out of 10, like sitting at fucking 3D IMAX watching that. Mm. It's amazing. Sitting at home, watching it on your TV, it's just like, ah, it's all right. It just doesn't have that when you're not. Maybe you're. it's me convincing myself that I liked it in IMAX 3D since I paid like $30 for the ticket. <laughs> I don't know. Would you Would you go see rapping in the theaters if they post-converted it to 3D? Would that get you to see rapping in theaters finally? I would see rapping in theaters if it was fucking a YouTube video <laughs> plugged into somebody's uh, HDMI cable on somebody's laptop. Um I've seen a lot of weird shit in the movie theater, so it's fine with me. <laughs> I drove an hour in each direction to see Blood Rain in the movie. Infrequent guest Amanda is a mm-hmm. friend of mine from a long time ago. Um, we used to work at EB Games and GameStop together, and I used to always make her go to the movies with me. because She's like, <laughs> when we first met, she's like, I love going to the movies. I'm like, I like going to the movies, too. Are we friends now? And like, <laughs> like, let's go to the movies together. And then I'm like, OK, let's go see <laughs> House of the Dead. <laughs> Let's go see Alone in the Dark. Like I, I've, I've made her see so many awful movies in the movie theater that I'm surprised she still talks to me. <laughs> Have you seen Postal? No, I stopped watching his movies once he became self-aware. Uh, it, it just wasn't. It wasn't. It's like the difference between Birdemic and Birdemic Three. It's just like it's <laughs> once they know that there's the joke, it's not the same. Mm. It's just why Tommy Wiseau could never make a sequel to The Room because now he's aware. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
It's just not as much fun once they're self-aware. Is it on Tubi? I'll have to add it to the list. Oh, I got. I, I, I have bought that movie three times, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> I bought it on DVD, and then um, my uncle, he won. He was on the take. He's like, "Hey, man, can I take this to the bar and watch this with the homies?" So he actually took it to the bar, and they went to the bar and watched it, and I guess laughed their asses all drunk off their ass. And nice. I did. I never got that DVD back. So then <laughs> I bought a second copy. And then I just happened to see it one day on Blu-ray. So I was like, oh, I'll get the Blu-ray. So I have like three copies of that shit. Is that more or less times than you've bought Star Wars <laughs> on media? Oh, I got, I still got Star Wars VHS tapes upstairs. I got the original versions on tape somewhere upstairs. <laughs> we had fucking Empire Strikes Back when I was a kid on like eight millimeter reel to reel. No fucking sound. And we used to watch it on the fucking refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Now you got me thinking. What is the movie? I, I think I honestly got the movie. I probably bought the most of the fucking Evil Dead movies. I think I bought them on every format possible. Oh <laughs> my god! It, it was like you have it on VHS, then you have it on DVD with by itself, then you have mm-hmm. it on DVD in a rubbery um, Necronomicon. <laughs> it's like disintegrating <laughs> in my basement right now as we speak. <laughs> I'm trying to. Oh, let me see. I had a VHS, I had DVD, and then I didn't get that version you're talking about, but I got the motherfucking PSP UMD disc. Oh, God. Shit. <laughs> and then I got a second Blu-ray or DVD, I mean, because they had the special edition DVD. And then I got the Blu-rays, and now I got the fucking 4Ks of it. So, yeah, that's probably oh, I loved, I most. <laughs> I loved PSP UMD. I was like, now I can see Kirsten Dunn's nipples in Spider-Man 2 anywhere <laughs> I want. Anywhere <laughs> I want, I can bring it with me. <laughs> I remember I would just go to GameStop, and they would just have, like, random ones. So I would just buy random shit. Like when they was on sale for like two dollars, so I watched like the Michael Bay movie The Island on PSP. Right, yeah. there was no method to the madness of what came out on UMD. No, <laughs> it, was just all, it was like here's here's a Richard Pryor stand up routine, <laughs> and then here's like some random B movie that wouldn't even be on Tubi nowadays. I'm trying to think. Like I, at one point, like I had like weird. I had like The Island, I had Evil Dead movies, and then they had like the complete Eon Flux series on PSP. In the Beavis mm-hmm. and Butthead disc. Like, it was random, like clerks, like all kind of random shit. I think 13 I, going on 30. <laughs> Why? <laughs> failure to launch and shit on there. Yeah, that was a good time. I remember selling all them things on eBay and getting like 150 bucks, and I thought I was rich back then. I only paid like $2 for each of them. Bitches. Nice. Good times, man. I miss my PSP sometimes. But I miss when people oh, used to trade in PSPs at GameStop and their memory cards were loaded with porn. Oh, mine was too. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> I'll never forget someone trading one in and it had big black booty bang on it. (laughs) (laughs) Volume one. (laughs) I was always more of a volume three kind of guy. but Yeah, that's when it hit its peak right there. It's like the Empire Strikes Back. (laughs) Jada Fire, if you're listening to this, call me. (laughs) Roxy Reynolds, (laughs) Naomi Banks, anybody. Holla at your boy. (laughs) But it is the Black History Month Marathon. That's why we watched rapping. And so we got to teach you motherfuckers a little bit of something. So I got these Black History flashcards. And I, all right, I'll tell you all the time we professionals on this show. I had them right here. I edited it out. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. This is unexpected. I can't read to read this. I got a Black History flashcard from the Urban Intellectuals. And surprisingly, the card I have for you this week is the Shang Dynasty of China. 1600. Yeah, I'm very curious to read this card. 1600 BCE to 1046 BCE. The Shang Dynasty is is the first Chinese dynasty to have archaeological and written records. Chinese writing began to develop. They had a 12-month, 360-day calendar, advanced astronomy, math, art, and military technology. The location of the Shang Dynasty was in North China's Central Plain. Many believe the founders of the Shang Dynasty came through Iran from the Fertile African Crescent. 
With the first Shang King, a stable government was formed with a social structure that would last for about 600 years. Archaeological evacuations in 1952 showed the city had walls that were 32 feet high, 65 feet thick, and were four miles long. Developed musical instruments like bells, bone flutes, chimes, and drums. And that was the Shang Dynasty of China, I guess since they had fertile African descents. That's why they're in there, because that was very surprising to pull that card out, I will admit. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. We all learned something. I didn't know that shit. Maybe that's like in uh, Independence Day Resurgence, where just like the Chinese pilot shows up and the whole movie stops to tell you how amazing China is for five minutes. <laughs> I never watched that movie, man. I, I that's saw how that. They, that's how they got the card set funded. So. <laughs> I, I saw that coming out, and I was like, I hate the first movie. At least I did as a kid. I haven't oh. seen that movie in years. I didn't like it as a kid, so I never rewatched it. I might have to relook at that one day and see. It's in my the first one is in my top five movies of all time. Oh fuck! <laughs> and um, I was so hyped for that sequel, and then when it came out and when it ended, my daughter just turned to me in the movie theater, and she's like, "I'm sorry." <laughs> <laughs> One Heifer Part Two. What was it? They was gonna make what four of those? I read at one point. Yeah, they had a they had a whole plan. It did not go anywhere. Now I'm, I had to rewatch that movie, man. Not talk shit about because then Will Smith might come smack me or something. So I have to be careful. That's right. <laughs> Don't say shit about his wife, motherfucker. Pretty much getting to the end of the show. I've been held y'all for almost two hours. I'm gonna have to let y'all go at some point. So once again, thank y'all guys for coming on here and watch rapping with us. And since you both on the same show, y'all can do it at the same time. So let them know all about who you are, where you come from, what you got going on, and how much money you about to spend in the movie theaters this year. <laughs> you want to do it, Mark, or you want me to do it? Yeah, I did it last time. You can do it this time. All right. Well, uh, if you want to hear more of me and Mark Ellis and uh, our co-host Aubrey talking new release genre nerdy movies every single week, we are on a So Wizard podcast. You can go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you'll find the podcast, links to all our social media accounts, links to all our video and Patreon content there as well. And it's also on every podcatcher under the sun. And we are in the midst of uh, going to the movies for 10 weeks in a row just for you guys, the listeners. So come check us out. There's a term that I use now in my life because of y'all. And I call certain, certain movies I call so wizard movies. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> it means I'm like, all right, let's use Shazam as an example. Because I'll probably never go watch it. And I'll, I'll, I'll be in a theater, like legit, when I go to the theater, it ain't often, but I do go. And I'll see a mm -hmm. movie come on and I'm like... Oh, that's a Soul Wizard movie. And that means I'll never watch it, but I'll listen to these motherfuckers talk about it. <laughs> I have absolutely no interest in seeing that movie, but I would love to hear them talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate it. But yeah, we uh, at some point decided we were going to do new release movies. And uh, there's some weeks are a lot better than others. <laughs> that's the best I got. Y'all on a good little stretch right here, ain't you? Shazam, <laughs> you had the music, Cocaine Bear, Ant-Man. What else y'all got right now? Uh, at the risk of uh, getting people angry, I wasn't a big fan of Scream Six. So. I've been hearing a lot of people say that though. You might not get too yelled at. Oh uh, yeah, I, like yeah. I like Jenna Ortega. That's about it. Hey, so. hey drop bomb. <laughs> yeah, uh, Creed Three in there too. And uh, oh, the first yeah. it was good. This is it's it's all just sequels. <laughs> These two weeks is all just sequels and movies based on other properties. Damn, that's and true. Coke Air was the only original movie that we've seen so far. That's the only bad thing is that you have those Soul Wizard movies I don't care about, but then there are movies I do care about, and then I don't go see. So it's like I can't hear the episode. I can't listen to the whole episode yet. Like I keep going back. Like okay, I can watch Cocaine Bear because I did see it streaming online. <clears throat> I didn't say that out loud, but I'm gonna watch that at some point, and I'm gonna finally go back and listen to that. So that's like with y'all, I gotta jump around a little bit. But when it's a big streak of comic book movies, I'm like, oh, I'm good. So I'm not about to watch half of these. <laughs>
That's the only thing about like your boy announced his whole little DC lineup. And I'm like, I don't know any of these fucking characters. So I don't know if I'm going to watch any of this shit unless I hear you guys come up like, oh, this is good. I'm like, all right, I'll go watch it. Oh, well, I know two people who are going to watch all this shit. <laughs> it's me and Mark. <laughs> I'm going to listen to all of it because I'm like, I was just like going down the list. I'm like, I don't know that. I don't know that. Oh, Batman. Okay. Yeah, there we go. Oh, I don't know. That. All right. But people keep telling me about the authority. They're like, oh, that's the one to watch for. So I'm like, all right, maybe mm-hmm. I'll go see that one. Oh, see, now you didn't change my mind, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. That's like year, that's like 2026. So. <laughs> oh fuck yeah it would be a long time we'll be in year 12 of the so wizard podcast <laughs> i will say it's one it, there are times you have the opposite effect joey because like you shit on eternal so much that it makes me actually want to watch it now just see how bad it is <laughs> please don't <laughs> <laughs> you're doing it at your own risk man you're doing it at your own risk that's bad man but thank you guys for being here man i'm not gonna hold you up too much long as i know i'll fuck around talk to y'all for four hours i ain't gonna do y'all like that i'll say that for pj and cameron and them <laughs> So well, just, thank you for having us. We're glad to come on anytime. And like I said, Salsa, the motion picture is out there. Don't tempt me, man. I'll do it. If they ever make Roller Gator 2, your ass is coming over here. Uh, if you ever want to do the Forbidden Dance, you just let me know. I got you. I'm telling you, we can do both. You. I'll do both of them. Like I, back I, I, I don't have a life. I got nothing going on. Yeah, me too. I, I go to work, I shit, and I sleep. That's pretty much my life, bro. So I can fit you. <laughs> but if you want to know more about my life, you can follow me on Twitter at capital H, capital V, capital H, capital P. Lowercase Icast, HVH Podcast on Twitter, Home Video Hustle Podcast on Instagram, uh, Home Video Hustle on YouTube. Uh, where am I missing? Where am I missing? Oh, patreon.com slash Home Video Hustle, where if you can support the show, you can make us watch movies like how Joey made us watch fucking Roller Gator. And after the Black History Month Marathon, and starting in April, we're going back to Patreon picks. I'm just going to blaze through all of them motherfuckers. And don't fret, I know I ain't put out no Rocky episodes in a while. I've watched yeah. all the Rock. I watched them all. They're all done. I just ain't released them all yet. I'm loving, I am loving those Rocky uh, episodes, man. I, I love your take on it. It's, it's amazing to me. I'm happy, man. I, you, I, my heart is happy to hear you say that because I, when I tell you I was fucking terrified to do solo episodes like that, because I'm like, I don't know how interesting I will be to talk about Rocky for like a half hour. But on that note, like I said, it's Sunday now. I know y'all want to go chill. So I just got one thing left to say, everybody, other than thank you to Joey Markellis for being here. I'm Brent. I'm Markellis. I'm Joey. There we go. Can I get my DJ? That's <laughs> fucking right. All right. <laughs> rapping hood. Rap, rap, rapping hood. There you DJ. go. <laughs> DJ. Coming to the universe. In universe. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm breaking my turntables back out at some point. Y'all ain't ready for that shit again, bro. <laughs> Have a good rest of your Friday. Have a good rest of whatever fuck day you listen to this on. If you want to watch rapping, it's, well, it's actually, it's not on Blu-ray no more, I don't think. So you can't get that. Go watch it on YouTube. It's there. And you can buy a digital copy. Add it to your digital movie collection. Voodoo will be happy, I'm sure. <laughs> Go watch Breaking 1 and 2 if you haven't yet, because technically it might count. Depending on where you live at, maybe this is the third one. I don't know. But it's good. I like it. Joey like it. Markella says it's a two-pack of ass, but two out of three ain't bad. So go watch that shit. Go listen to Soul Wizard Podcast, because they're probably talking about a movie brand new in the theaters right now. Probably about to record it. I don't know what they're doing. They're doing something. Go listen to them. And they got like 5 billion episodes that you can go back and listen to. <laughs> and a Patreon page. They didn't tell you about Patreon, but go support the Patreon and get all kind of what you got. Nerd News, Just Joey, Star Wars Talk, bonus episodes. And see, I can say all that because I'm a patron and I listen to all this shit. So there you go. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>